Welcome to The War from Boise, Idaho. This is your host, Adam Graham. If you have a comment, email it to me, box13 at greatdetectives.net. Well, Paul Whiteman, in the summer of 1943, actually had his own show over the NBC network. And um, it uh, featured uh, his orchestra, plus a great uh, musical and comedy guest. This is actually the second episode I'd selected to play. Uh, I selected uh, one episode, but then I played it, and I realized it was a Gracie Allen episode, and I thought that we'd uh, feature someone else after featuring Gracie with Paul Whiteman yesterday. This episode has an appearance by the great Jimmy Durante. I will apologize in advance because the ads were edited out of this episode, and not by me, and they were edited kind of badly. But I think the rest of the show you'll find uh, pretty entertaining. So here now from August 15th of 1943 is Paul Whiteman Presents with special guest Jimmy Durante. of Chase and Sanborn Coffee and Tenderleaf Tea with the Whiteman Orchestra and Chorus, Roy Bargy of the Whiteman Alumni Association, our guest Jimmy Durante, yours truly Bill Goodwin, and starring Dinah Shore. Good evening, everybody. How you, Pop? Hiya, Dinah. You got that rhythm? Yeah, man. Does the spirit move you? Sure, sure. Well, then let's get rolling with Revival Day. Have you ever... Tell me, how, how did you happen to take up singing, anyway? Oh, well, it's a long story, Bill. Yeah? 
First, I studied the piano for about two years, and then I studied singing for two years. I see. And then I couldn't decide whether to continue my career as a concert pianist or make singing my life's work. Mm, well, that was a big decision. Uh, how old were you at the time? Five. <laughs> a ripe old age. <laughs> you know, Dinah, childhood is a, it's a wonderful thing. Why, when I was a boy with tousled hair, I went through life with never a care. To remain a child was my only wish. Then some guy slipped me a copy of Esquire. <laughs> oh, yes, Bill. Childhood was a lot of fun. Remember those little boys who used to chase the girls all the time? Yes, yes, I do. Whatever became of them, anyway? I think they grew up and joined the Navy. <laughs> yes, sir, I'll never forget my school days. Why, I can see our teacher now, Miss, uh, Miss Westlobber. What did she look like, Bill? Well, she was sort of the Mrs. Pruneface of PS12. Good <laughs> kid. Ah, those were the days. I remember every afternoon we had, had gymnasium class. So all morning I wouldn't do a thing. Just loaf through all my other classes. Well, what'd you do that for? I was saving myself for gym. <laughs> well, uh, how about you, Pops? Do you remember your school days? Do I? I used to walk six miles a day through snow drifts ten feet high. Just to get to school. Gosh, did you like school that much? No, but it's better than hanging out in the pool room. <laughs> hey, you, you sound like you were sort of a problem child, Pa. Yeah, I was difficult even as a baby. They tell me my nurse used to walk the floor with me all night long. Well, didn't that make her pretty tired? No, but after a while she got awful bow-legged. <laughs> <laughs> well, just... It's a lot of fun to look back to the days when we were kids. Yes, it is, Dinah. I I'll never forget our high school graduation. The principal called me up to make a speech. I walked out on that big stage and gazed out at that impressive audience. Well, what did you say, Bill? Well, Dinah, I said, no more coffee stamps, no more rationing. But flavor, more flavor, and even more flavor is still Chase and Sanborn's order of the day. <laughs> Pops has certain numbers which he calls tintypes or old Uncle Ezra's. Such a tune is one we all remember, Good Night Ladies. Al Sack, by way of a new arrangement, has taken this Uncle Ezra in hand for a contrapuntal shave and a haircut. Paul Whiteman and the orchestra bring us their up-to-date version of Good Night Ladies.
August the 10th, 1943. A modern streamlined train pulls into Union Station, and Jimmy Durante's nose arrives in Los Angeles. <laughs> Ten minutes later, another train pulls in, and Jimmy himself arrives. And now, with a bow of gratitude to the railroad for delivering its precious cargo safe and sound, we present the noted traveler himself, Jimmy Durante. Bill Goodwin, and what a trip it was. You know, Bill, on the train I seen a lady giving a baby milk before putting it to sleep. I said, lady, you shouldn't give, give the baby milk before putting it to sleep. She said, why not? I said, look, you give the baby milk, the baby tosses in her sleep, and what happens? The milk turns to butter, the butter turns to fat, the fat turns to sugar, the sugar turns to alcohol, and then the first thing you know, the baby wakes up with a hangover. <laughs> Well, Jimmy, that trip was quite an experience. And now may I welcome you to our little show. My name is Dinah Shore, and uh, you may call me Dinah. Thank you. My name is Jimmy Durante, and you may call me at Hillside, 7241. <laughs> you know, if a man answers with a strong, masculine, romantic voice, it's me. <laughs> Jimmy, I understand you're a graduate of the Chase and Sandman show. That's right, Dinah. If you don't mind my lapsing into the academic, I might even say I'm an aluminous. Uh, you mean alumni. Listen, Miss Shaw, just because I can't say that word, it doesn't make me an ignoramus. I wonder what did. <laughs> so, you know, Jimmy, when, when I hear you on your own program every Thursday night, it's hard to believe that it was way back in 1933 that you were on this very same show. Yes, Tempest Fidgets. <laughs> Did, did you get your start in radio on the Chase and Sanborn show, Jimmy? No, Dinah. I started long before that. When I went on the Chase and Sanborn program, I was already a veterinarian. <laughs> when I first started in radio, Major Bowes was just a private. Captain Midnight was half past ten, and John didn't have another wife. <laughs> in, uh, in other words, Dinah, Jimmy and radio practically grew up together. That's right. First... I grew some. Then radio grew some. And now, look at us. Yeah. <laughs> Gruesome, isn't it? <laughs> Let that laugh be a birthday present. <laughs> hey, Jimmy, what was your specialty on those old Chase and Sanborn shows? I played the piano. You've heard of Paderewski? You've heard of E. Toby? You've heard of Rachmaninoff? Yes. Well, they never heard of me. <laughs> Say, I understand, Jimmy, that you appeared in Carnegie Hall, Town Hall, and the Metropolitan Opera House. Yes, but I had to give it up, Dinah. It was too much work for one janitor. <laughs> oh, Jimmy, you're just self-deprecating. I'll thank you to speak English, Mr. Goodwin. Who do you think you are, George Bernard Schwartz? <laughs> your old records, Jimmy, and they were grand. Thank you, Dinah, and I can still remember my debut. I stepped out... <laughs> Jealousy already. <laughs> I stepped out on the stage wearing a high hat, frock coat, spats, an ascot tie, and a move cue in my eye. I sit down at the piano. I plays a melody of sympathies. First, I start off with a bit of medicine, then a hunk of Mozart, then a pizzicata of Beethoven. Well, how did you finish? Flat on my back. <laughs> of 
course. I'd be glad to show you what I did in my first chase in Sanborn program, Donna. Oh, we'd love to hear it, Jimmy. Okay, but I gotta have help from the orchestra. Who's the leader of this aggravation? Paul Whitefish? <laughs> no, Jimmy, Jimmy, it's Paul Whiteman. Oh, they got two leaders? <laughs> well, anyway, here's the way it went. I just sat down at the piano, ran a piece of dental floss through the keys, and I sang a little masterpiece I wrote especially for Jason Sanborn, like this. Now, once upon a time, they sang the Bodeo joke, but that was long ago. Then everybody started in to poo-poo-poo-poo. They started like this, you know. Paul, I'll give you fifty dollars. You show me bloop bloop in the music. Show me bloop bloop in the music. He's showing me the music. Too bad I can't read. I'm surrounded by assassins. But the tune for you and me. Unnecessary. <laughs> Is that swingy symphony? They called it ink. I didn't get it. I didn't get it. I didn't get it. Oh, what a tune. I didn't get it. I didn't get it. I'm carried away with the melody. Let me hear those trumpets. That's not a trumpet. That's not a trumpet. That's a trumpet. Let me hear that band, Paul. What a band. It's... I think it is. Why, it's got the whole You'll never know. I'm taking voice lessons. Yes, Sinatra can't last forever. Let me hear it. Bring it out, Bring it out. straight from the hearts of lovers everywhere. Sunday, Monday, or always. Won't you tell me when we will meet again? Sunday, Monday, or always. If 
in these times is of first importance, especially through the hot weather. Talented alumni of the Whiteman Orchestra, and at present an outstanding musical director and arranger on his own, is Roy Barkey. During his 12 years with Paul, Roy's interpretation of the Rhapsody in Blue helped make it one of the classics of modern American music. Ladies and gentlemen, Roy Barkey. Thank you. Well, Roy, how does it feel to be back with Paul? Fine, Bill. Well, it's a little overwhelming to be here with a man who knows so much about the finer points of music. Oh, you, you mean uh, Paul Whiteman? No, Jimmy Durante. Oh. <laughs> Roy, when did you join the Whiteman band? It was back in 1928, and Paul was about to take the band on a world tour. Don't tell me you signed up just for a free trip to Europe. No, Paul, but it helped. Well, just to let the folks know what you used to do around here, Roy, let's give them a sample of the good old Rhapsody. Okay, I'll do my best, Pop.
With Roy Bargy at the piano, Paul Whiteman conducts excerpts from George Gershwin's Rhapsody in Blues.
us again next week when Dinah, Paul, and all of us will be here, and our special guests will be Victor Moore and Billy Gaxton. The visiting member of the Whiteman Alumni Association will be William Frawley. Meanwhile, when it's coffee you're buying, ask for Chase and Sanborn coffee. When it's tea, Tenderleaf brand tea. Chase and Sanborn coffee, Tenderleaf tea. Two favorites for days like these. Ask your grocer for them both. This is Bill Goodwin saying goodnight from Hollywood's Radio City. Night, everybody. That will do it for today. If you uh, have a comment, email me, box13 at greatdetectives.net. I welcome your story or that of loved ones who served during World War II. Ken Curlin provides our opening theme music, kencurlin.com. I am your host, Adam Graham. This uh, series is provided as a service of the Great Detectives of Old Time Radio, greatdetectives.net.